We're Arctic Monkeys, this is Don't Believe the Art. That rock and roll, eh? Ladies! That sound means it's the end of the game. Time for the bonus question. Cheers, dude. That man just yawned. What do you call it, though? Don't Believe the Art. So we are going to have a little brief chat with the set lists that we've seen because we've seen for, for specifically the UK tour, which where they have certainly changed it up a tad, thrown some surprises in there, haven't they? Um, to say the least. So let's just get it out of the way. On Monday, the first gig in um, Bristol, they did Mardi Bum as the opener, which was, I think, a shock. Not so much just a shot that they would do it because, I mean, a little bit of a shot that they would do it at all. I probably wouldn't have said it, but to open with it, I never would have thought. I guess the thought process was it's our first ever stadium tour. We're back in the UK. Let's go out. Let's open it with a Stone Cold Classic from the old days. Is that probably the, the thought process that we're, we're seeing? Um, and they certainly did that. I think I imagine everyone, I saw a few faces in the crowd from the video, particularly a video you sent me earlier that was a bit closer up um from certain angles you can yet, see yeah. people turning around when they hear because you hear that you get that feeling don't you when you don't know the song is coming and you hear the riff and you're like oh this feels suspiciously like <laughs> they're gonna play uh, <laughs> they're gonna play mardi bomb and then when it kicks in it must have been quite a moment really so i'm a bit jealous because we'll know that there's going to be something but they had no idea that, that something like that was coming but um do you think do you think Mar- so mardi bomb has carried on into wednesday night's gig in Coventry, um, uh, do you think so? Are we saying we definitely expect? Are you definitely expecting here to hear Mardi Bum tomorrow? Yeah. No, obviously, it wasn't the opener. They moved it to what was it like? It was before Mirrorball, right? So it was about yeah. From what I can see here, by the way, we would it actually probably would be Teddy Pick of View from the afternoon, about twenty minutes in. By the way, so that was a hell of a guess. It's almost like I've been staring at the set list for the past four days um <laughs> so they they threw in marty bum towards the end of the set really wasn't it marty bum that better be a mill mirror ball 505 body paint which is what a great end to the set um i mean they are getting to that point aren't they really because i saw when i saw elton john last night and there's just so many you know bangers there's a portion of the set that only people that are big fans might know over the years yeah. and then there's just bangers and bangers they are at that point now where there's enough big songs that people know and have gone back to that that they can st- structure the set in a way where everyone's happy so there's people that are moaning i mean i'd be happy if i went and they played any of songs from the catalog to be honest but yeah. there are certain like first adolescent being back considering we're talking about it tonight is it's exciting because it's like a summer festival tune isn't it it's going to be sunny tomorrow we're going to be pretty drunk yeah. by the time they come on it's going to be, is it still light when they play Flesson? No, it's probably going to be dark by the time Flesson comes on. I'll get in there. But but it's going to be that kind of nice festival feel. And we're going to hear Flesson Adolescent. That feels like a good place for it. feels like a good song to have back, I'd say, from that point of view. Um, Big Ideas came in last night. And then as, as it wasn't in on Monday, I don't know what song was in. I don't know what it replaced last night. Was it My Propeller? No, they did My Propeller. My Propeller's back. I should say that, by the way, for Humbug fans. Um, We've got the contentious issue of it being Suck It and See or Cornerstone. 
it's a contentious issue. I mean, preferably it's only it's not really contentious, but it's contentious in the fact that your favorite song is Cornerstone. Is it your favorite song? Yeah, your favorite song is Cornerstone. Yeah, well, Suck It and See is my second favorite. So Suck It and See is my no. favorite. Um, God, I don't know what to start and what my second favorite would be. Um, but um, but but yeah, the so so they t- they took out they played Suck It and See on Monday and they took it out and put Cornerstone in last night. I think I think Cornerstone's always got a life in the set in future tours, whereas I don't know if this could be one of the last times we hear Suck It and See. But then you never know with these boys. So, I'd, I mean, I'd rather Suck It and See anyway because it's my favourite song. It's just different, isn't it? And it, it's, I mean, I mean, you've got a theory that they're going to open. Now, I think that they opened with Marty Bum because it was the first gig of the stadium tour. And the plan on the set is actually to always open with Brian Storm. But they opened with Marty Bum because it was the first one. And now the set that we saw last night is roundabouts where it's going to be. Maybe now, I don't think they're going to, you think that they're going to, to, to tomorrow, they're going to, they're going to take an old classic, right? But you see, the only way I don't see it is because Brian, I wouldn't class Brian Storm as an old classic because it's never left the set. So if they'd have opened last night with like, um, when the sun goes down, for example, I would have been like, okay, they're doing something here. <laughs> but but because it's just with Brian Storm, which has always kind of been at the opening of the set for the past, yeah, 15 years. So I don't like, so I don't know if, um, if that's the case. I hope you're right. And I hope they do open with like when the sun goes down or certain romance or because if you're going to say old classic, you've only really got where would you where do you draw the line at old classic? First album, second album. I assume you're including first two albums. That's. Um, I'm th- I'm thinking something from the first album. I I, st- I still think they're going to open with Ritz tomorrow night. That's. It's a bold claim. Did they play? Have they played Ritz yet? I I didn't really get a chance to look much at last night's because I was. I was no, they have played View from. Played View from no Ritz. Um, well, Ritz I mean, it's interesting. Along with View from for a while, so. It's interesting how they've changed the set, because, they they've taken out. Um, pretty visitors which i was expecting to just be in there but they did on monday night they did a little interlude in arabella but i haven't got that on coventry though from last night it just said oh no there is yeah pretty was outro so they're slipping it into arabella as a little teaser so they've decided to lose we'd all like to slip it into arabella mate (laughs) yep definitely um so so um they've took that out and they've decided to put my propeller in. Where do you stand on my propeller being back in? Are you excited by that? I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather have had like dance little liar from that album, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with so, my propeller. It, it, was, it was a favorite of mine for a very long time. That was so. It's a good live song. I think, I think I'd rather have the full pretty visitors just still in there, probably because it's always a good live song to hear, isn't it? Yeah, but um, I can live with it. But it's always, but then it's always good to hear some songs live that you because I've heard, I probably heard pretty visitors since Humber came out on every tour, I'd imagine. I think it was there, I mean, suck it and see, maybe not. I can't remember, but but um, yeah, which albums won? I was trying to think this earlier because we've got um. In the set so far, it's fairly balanced. I was trying to pick out which albums it kind is. of won. Is it AM? Possibly. Yeah, probably. Is it yeah. Favourite Worst Nightmare's got a few in there, though? 
the car's lost and the car and tranquility have, have lost the war in this they've decided to, which i think well I, I think even though it's the car tour but i think i think the fact this is the first stadium tour has made them go well we want it to be rocky and fast and we want to have that for our first stadium tour is probably a you lot can still of the have the pandemic that. effects to that as well They've not been out on the road since before the pandemic, and that's very true. Even though it's all over, that that makes a difference to things. I mean, there's still sculptures, body paint. I mean, I mean, none of the one. Um, so sorry, sculptures, body paint, big ideas, mirrorball, um, mirrorball. So I mean, if you had to pick the ones that were gonna, apart from Hello You, perhaps, I suppose you'd go, okay, well, the car and Mr. Schwartz. Yeah, I could see why they might not want to have that a perfect sense in the set when they're trying to do this bombastic UK stadium tour. Yeah. Um, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> um, and they're going to have... Yeah, so, so there's not... I think they've picked the ones that make sense to have in there. I mean, I would have been livid if they didn't have Mirrorball in there because it's like my favourite. Yeah. My... Alex on guitar for Mirrorball, I've noticed. Oh really? I've tried to. I've stayed away a bit from some of the videos apart from Mario and that because I want to soak it all in on uh, on on tomorrow, 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 on tomorrow. This time in twenty four hours, they'll be on to um, probably be on to uh, big ideas by now. Actually, I'm <laughs> going to do this all night. I was going to set list check throughout the course of the show. <laughs> in fact, oh, they're not playing tonight. Are they? I was going to say we could do a live set list check, but but not that anyone's going to hear this. I mean, this is just turned into a completely different podcast. <laughs> well, let's move it. Was... Let's move it. That's what it's meant to be. I mean, to be quite honest, there is a part of me that might clip out this bit and put it at the start of our pod for. It's good. Because I assume next week we should next week we should record a, a post gig. Yeah, a little twenty minutes or something post gig debrief. Debrief, yeah, and I'll put them together as a as a put little episode where it's pre and post. And it can be right. like things well, that we said. So, so maybe if we're doing that, we should we should say prediction. Just a couple of predict. We already know, so we can't do it. But you're saying you think they're going to open with Ritz is your prediction. Yeah. I don't think. I think I don't think they're going to open with Brian Storm. I do think they're going to open with someone because. But this is because in my head, Manchester is a special gig, but it might not be a special gig for them as I'm imagining it's being had. But because they did Cricket Club twenty years ago, and that was their first ever big gig, it feels like a special occasion. So if you were going to crack out, say, open with a a certain romance, it would be here or Sheffield. But I, I've got this feeling that because they, Manchester was the first big gig they ever did, and I think that is something that would cross your mind when you're coming back and doing that venue mm. again uh, on your first stadium tour. That actually, we did do... Follow, the, the first live DVD with Manchester as well. Yeah, there is a connection, isn't there, between yeah. Manchester and them. So, And Alex was going to go to Manchester University. Saying, and wasn't wasn't Manchester Ritz involved in the story of the dance floor cover? Yeah, so, I think it was. Yeah, she got sort of Manchester Ritz and stuff as well. So, so yeah. I think Johnny Marr to come out confirmed. I think well, yeah. Okay, so prediction. Okay, so here you go. Prediction. You're saying Ritz. I say they're going to open with a certain romance. <laughs> Would that be insane? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, I don't. No, no, here we go. I'm going to say they're going to open with when the sun goes down, but and they're going to unexpectedly play a certain romance as the end before the uh, the no, the encore. They're going to do "Are You Mine." You're going to think it's over, and they're going to start the drums for a certain romance, and that's my prediction. Okay, 
Okay. Um, and special guest Chris Martin because he's the one who comes. You have to get a move on, given he's singing at the same time. I'd be fucking livid because Vicky hates Coldplay, and this is the first Gaza Monkeys gig she's ever been to, and she's really hyped for it. And I'm really excited for her. So if Chris Martin walks out, it's going to ruin the whole fucking thing, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, um, no, no, I don't. But Johnny Mars a good shot. I think, seeing as though I've seen him on stage with Alex before at, at, in Manchester. The Castleville Bowl. I don't, so. I don't think I don't think we'll have any special guests. I, I think that's going to be. Quite no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to do. It. Oh, Elton, get Elton over my uh, The way he was moving around the stage, there's no way he's zipping to the green go quickly. I'll tell you that. I'm a tram. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, yellow brick. No, I'd um, yeah, no special guests. But I, I'm saying certain romance, and when the sun goes down, I'm going to find their way into the set. And I, I think, as an extra what? prediction, I think we're going to have both suck it and see. I'm and here, though, here's I two think. things I want to post to you. One, Alex goes, here, Elton's playing over at yeah, the internet. So here's one for Elton, and they play all Jellybricks because his tour is called Goodbye Yellowbrick Road. Like yeah, the song. Do this to me. It's not a bad prediction, that is it, really? It's a bit crazy. Oh, what, what would you do if you went this as well? He goes, he goes I've heard there's two lads here tonight that run podcast about our tunes and that <laughs> you're, in, you're in silly world now Dan. <laughs> oh, I can dream drinking already. Oh, else oh, well I may as well oh, I will be though at one one o'clock baby I'm texting you get me the pint ready um lunchtime Guinness mm. I'm gonna get a beer in early and crack on cocky teas for a bit I think because I have to go back to beer at the venue, because everything else will probably be too much. I mean, last night at the MEN, I got two pints of beer and a JD and Coke. £25. Serping <laughs> wore a mask and a striped jumper, eh? <laughs> yeah, and he came on early. He came on at half seven, so I was just paying for me pint, and I heard Benny and the Jets, and I was like, fucking hell, Action Station's running with me beer. The girl was like... I was like, "What's? Where's our seats?" And the girl was like, "Show me your ticket." I was getting out. She's like, "You spilling your beer?" I was like, ah, no, "I can't do it all. It's dark. Ellen John's on." I was losing it. She thought I was a right knob. <laughs> it's a miracle this man's alive. Show some respect. <laughs> um, but I never expected him to come on at half seven. I saw some people that had seats right at the front, so they would have cost a bomb. Um, turn up at half eight, they missed an hour, they must have been livid because they probably because most people most gigs start at like quarter to nine, don't they? The main app, yeah. but Elton's got four hours of material to, to get through and he needs to be in bed for 10. So he comes on at half seven, doesn't he? Obviously, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was funny, but yeah, no, um, yeah, they're, they're the predictions, and, and then the podcast will keep playing and you'll hear our um, actually what happened and whether I was right or you were right or neither of us were right and there was a different surprise in there that even we didn't think of yes it's us at the gig and the singer from the highs has literally just smashed his head open on the microphone and we're all pretending it didn't happen as we have in 2010 when the, the guitarist dropped himself and now we've got blood on the singer's face Yeah, they're still the hives what a time for the hives baby <laughs> So we're about about 25 minutes, 30 minutes from our takes. How are we feeling, Don? Yeah, pretty excited. Maybe 15 minutes. 15 minutes, maybe. No, we don't know. No, because if it's not 15 minutes, I can't handle yeah, the disappointment yeah. when I find out it's not 15 minutes. Anticipation has to set you up for disappointment in it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, yeah, very close. And so, what's your final prediction for what we're going to finish? Start with. Set Roma still. A bit slimmable. A bit slimmable to start. I mean, it's actually Brian's song, but okay. No, that's going to be Ritz. It's going to be Ritz. <laughs> okay. We will see.
back. Not back just now, because let's be honest, neither of us are in a fit state to be doing anything. Hence the scarcity of the voice notes. But we've had a had a few <laughs> days to digest things now, and we thought we'd we'd bookend this little special podcast, didn't we? We did. So neither of our predictions came true. Neither track was played. I mean, neither, neither out, track. Out. Yours was possible. Yeah. Mine was outlandish at best. But <laughs> I was thinking that when I listened back on Thursday night, I was thinking, well, I think he's, he's finally had a breakdown. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I mean, I just said that because, I mean, it was it, from the rest of the rubble was possible. They'd already done others. It could have been when the sun goes down. But really, I just thought well, if I'm going to go out, bolt out the bath on this one, then go certain romance. Um, I held out hope. Okay, actually, at one point of the day when I was drunk, I started to convince myself that do you remember we were having that conversation about well, Manchester is a special place to them, and then started to convince myself that they could do a certain romance, which I'll probably will have we will do as this goes out. They're probably going to do that tomorrow or whenever or tonight, whenever, um, at Sheffield because but you know, Sheffield, if anyone's going to get a certain romance, it's going to be Sheffield, isn't it? And that, that makes sense, it's fine, it's their hometown, so certain romance would would be the one um it's definitely getting played out of glass from anyway so we are going to get to see it on a big hd telly in 4k on bbc iplayer at least so I, well i say it's i say definitely i don't know but i don't know in ultra hd you know that's, that's the best place for it but the day started for us at about about one o'clock ish for well it's definitely we got there at one you got there uh predictably late uh um, should have like uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I should have known when you said you were walking there, and then I forgot where you live. And I, I got there, and I said to, to my girlfriend, "I said, God, I'm walking from there. It's actually take fucking ages." <laughs> no, I was, walk, um, I, was walking, I was walking from Emma, Emma and Dave's, and then Dave. Yeah, was that's still pretty far from where we were. Street. <laughs> um, well, so we had, we had, we had cans on the go. Off. We had cans on the go for the walk. Yeah, I know, but I, what I mean is, I, I just I didn't realize that, and then I thought, oh, this is why they're late because they walked from there. Um, and then, yeah, we got quite drunk. I have to say, headed to the stadium, um, about half five or something. I have to say, I think it was very well run. I think we got in straight away. Um, we walked straight in, didn't we, very quickly? There was no, like, A distinct lack of uh, personal searches, which I was very happy about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got served our drinks very quickly at the bar. It was all very smooth. I have to say, the organisers did an absolutely great job of making it a smooth, smooth day, because normally it can be a bit of a shit show. There's a festival... I had to apologise to people this week, wasn't there? Sam Dunk, it... yeah, my my mate went to Sam it. Sam Dunk, and yeah. still has not recovered. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, yeah. missed, he's missed uh, six of the seven bands he wanted to see. It's like the punk festival, isn't it? Like all that emo yeah. punk stuff and like that. Pop it? Yeah. punk, yeah. Pop punk, yeah. Um, yeah. So as to say, to be fair on them, it was very well run. Um, very well run. We, we, we arrived then... to the to the strains of the Mysterines up on stage. The first yeah act. So it's more yeah. more back, very good, but it's more background because we were trying to find a spot for the find a spot to. Well, camp I think they came on for the rest of the night and stuff. I think I think they came on after because we sort of had to wait for people and went to the bar and stuff, and then they came on as we were walking in. Mm. But then yeah, we had a look at the merch and that, and I was just, at that point I was just too drunk to really consider doing anything logical like queuing up for the merch or I'll spend money on it because I'd already spent so much money that I thought oh I'll I just could... buy that. I didn't want to carry the. Um, I, wanted, I wanted the um, uh, program, but I, I, yeah. I, I couldn't bother carrying it around all night, so it would have just got really bit of gig. to carry myself around at that point. Never mind. Yeah, like, merch costing like so, 10, so we 20, 30, 40 quid. So we did that, and then um, uh, we 
went found a way like to the left of this epic pretty much the background picture if you're watching on the video is more or less that, that is my background picture yeah oh that oh that is okay well yeah, yeah that's, that's the one i talked yeah, yeah um so we were to the left of the stage not too close but not far away um by any means quite relatively close got close close as you get before it starts getting a bit too much for for us exactly that, uh, that this yeah, wasn't yeah. my first rodeo mate as we'll get into we did enough in the mushroom i, lo I love how we got in there and, and emma and dave were just like well lead the way nick like, like I had to lead us all to over these people who were just sat down. Just sat well, down. You are the floor. tallest. Well, there was someone there taller than you, actually. So it shouldn't have felt to you. Actually. Yes, it was. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was easy for then... people to find us when they went off to the toilets and to get drinks because we just put our arms up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> although, bizarre, there was one point when we couldn't, someone was coming back and I turned around and just made eye contact with them and they realized where we were. And I thought, it's. it's it's quite lucky for you to make eye contact with me in a large crowd, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> of all yeah, the people, I don't know how yeah. that happened, mate. I don't know how, <laughs> how that happened. happened. No, no. Uh, they must have fell over. Um, <laughs> but the, um, and then um, the hives came on, and they were pretty good. I mean, we were well on our way. I think I'd got like a couple of beers and a vodka and coke at that, like, just so I didn't have to go mm. back to the bar. And I'd, I'd already had, I think, I had one of the pints. Um making my way through the second the hives came on um <laughs> the lead singer i mean it, we saw it like live he he threw the mic up somebody stood on his um oh, by the way you will have heard Table. the voice notes I, f I forgot you just heard the voice notes about how fucked we were at that point <laughs> but we stood because i think they were just after the hives weren't they so we, we, this is just before that point but um what so what i read was the guitarist stood on the the, the wire and yeah. that's why it went into his face. So it flew into his face. I remember it was on the screen. I just remember we were watching it and all of a sudden, because the, the camera was right on him and it just went like in his face and we were like, oh, fuck. And then... Um, There's blood pissing carried, everywhere. <laughs> blood pissing out of it. He carried on like a trooper, to be fair with him. I can't, I can't remember his name. I wish I could just give him credit for his name. Howl, Howling Pelly Almquist. Yeah, well, I'm glad I didn't attempt to say it. Sorry, because sometimes... I don't, I don't, think, he was, I would, I don't <laughs> think he was prison, uh, Howling Pele. I don't, I don't think that, that came later. <laughs> um, yeah, and then um, he carried on with blood pouring down his face for anyone that hasn't seen it. Um, and uh, carried on like a pro. I think he did a bit about... Does anyone... Uh, no, should I carry on or whatever? You know, he does a lot of crowd amping up, doesn't he? Um, yeah, he does. And then they, they did, you know, I hate to say I told you so. Which was what we were waiting for. Tip, tip. No, they did tip, tip, boom, and um, which we Main were really waiting for. Main offender, and then hate Ted told you so. All the hits they did, which was great, because I was worried that if they don't do them free, then I'm going to be really pushing this to hurry up for Arctic's. And then they went off about twenty past eight, I think. And me and you made a dash, a, 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 a quite ballsy move of dashing for a piss. It's spectacular, didn't we, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just... we, we we dashed for a piss. We got into the in and out of there pretty quickly um it's on the woman, secret toilet you know that we? woman came i forgot about this moment yesterday a woman sort of stopped me and went oh yeah in a suggestive way yeah do you remember that i said toilets and i just stood there i think i was we were just waiting to cross the bit because they don't let you go straight back out we had to go around and this woman just stopped in front of me and just she went hi in a suggestive manner and i i, I was like I'm not single and i was like yeah yeah the, the boyfriend shields came up and i was like yeah. obviously didn't see me god didn't see me stood there desperate no, she did, and that's what made me more appealing. <laughs> <It's> usual. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> you winged man me by mistake. Um, when there wasn't no need for a winged man. man. Um, but I, yeah, and then we dashed back in. We got there, and then even then I thought, I thought, well, at least the pistol will have killed it. Artists will be on in a minute. But then it was like 22, and that last, 
15 10, minutes 15, or so, 10, 15 right. minutes, seemed to go last forever. We'd had all of our drinks. So. Turning to you. And I'd, I'd had to turn my phone off because my battery was so low. So I'd turn my phone off. I just kept looking at you going, how long now? How long now? I mean, we'd been drinking now? all day at this point. We'd had, I'd had copious cocktails. Um, mm. Then I'd just, just had in... You think about it, if we got in there at 27 and, I, and I'd had my drinks by the time I went for a piss, and that means that I drank those drinks in like... Yeah, well, that's not that bad. About an hour and a half. So I had the two beers and a vodka and coke. And then and so we well, were pretty and, and, and that was like that was like double or triple vodka and cokes as well because I got I got us one each and then I bought an extra two to top them all up with. Okay. And then, um, and then at one point I had a vodka and coke, a dark fruit, and then someone brought me a, a beer as well. So I had the three of them to handle, which was a nightmare. That's, 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 yeah. that's the worst thing about. You wouldn't have handled that in the crowd, the gig. If, if you yeah. still had, I had to drink them all before it started. <laughs> um, and then they came out along well to. Um, because um, we couldn't remember, we, we we knew one of the songs they came out to was Tom Jones, but we—it's not unusual. But we knew there was another—I couldn't remember what the other one was until it came on, and it was um, Barry White. And I, I was like, I said to you, I was like, this is the song that they come on to the other song. And we we're like, oh, uh, this is it. This is the song. And then it didn't seem to come on for an age. They came on towards the end of the song. And then you hear, obviously, the ripples of the crowd and people seeing them come on stage and sharing. And, like, oh. and then it was like, what, what are they going to do? And then, yeah, first adolescent was what they um, cracked on with. Oh, we should say before this, uh, we met a fan of the podcast who we've never spoke to before. Um, before they came on, so this was this was when we were stood in the crowd waiting. Just randomly, wasn't it? He just he just appeared out of nowhere, didn't he? Um, mental, mental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in I, a crowd of like, fifty thousand people. I mean, I've never had anything like that happen to me ever. And he just walked off, and he, he was looking for his girlfriend. And he went, he just went, he just turned to us in there and went, "Oh, I, I really like your pod, Lilith, and on the way to work all the time." And he was like, "You're, you're Nick, you're Dan," and I was just I was a bit like, "Oh right, yeah." Which was handy because at that point I couldn't have told you my own name. Because I thought the only person we'd see is someone that we've communicated with a couple of times from Manchester. So I wasn't expecting someone to randomly bump into us or see us or recognise us or Although find he, us. He, he didn't enjoy have to say, he did like it. Teams older Rob, did he? Uh, no, he didn't like it. Oh, yeah, he made a little Spurs dig, didn't he? So he said, I think he said he had a go about you and then he went, you're even worse to me, didn't he? So <laughs> what, was he, is, what was he, though? Actually, United, United fan. Bolton. Oh, okay. Well... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we've got a more recent history with him because we knocked him out of the cup like last season so uh, okay so why they the worst go at me just because spurs are famously shite is that all it is yeah doesn't matter what league you're in you just get shit if you're a spurs <laughs> yeah. fan everyone would be having a go yeah. <laughs> yeah when i first became a spurs fan everyone in Manchester just go to me go oh fair play you know i got no i got no beef with spurs fans and then as soon as we got conte suddenly that changed and everyone hated us everyone gives me shit all the time like before that it was oh yeah spurs we've got no shit with spurs but anyway, yeah, so it was very nice to see him. And um, and then, he, yeah, I have to say I did like it. I liked that. <laughs> okay, no, just, I shamelessly just a shame, enjoyed it. Just a shame none of our group were there to witness it. No, was Vicky, the worst was, thing. I Vicky, Vicky was there. My girlfriend was there. So she, 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 she looked she, very impressed. She, she looked very impressed. Like, this is what I got she, with him. Well, she actually was very impressed. And she said to me afterwards, she was like, oh, that was amazing. I was I was so like impressed by that. And I was like, oh, yeah. If I was caught in her, if we weren't together, that would have gone down. That would have been sex that night. Wait, till, wait till I get you home. You're going to watch me it's throw just, up. It's just a shame one of the many women that you caught in weren't there to see it, really. Because I think it's more impressive than your other pod because just getting spotted around Stockport for doing the Stockport County pod, it's kind of expected, isn't it? But to get spotted round. out of a crowd of 60,000 people uh, and only have 
we've got worldwide listeners, so we don't know how many are actually in Manchester. And you know, if it was Sheffield, even you you could go, oh well, there's going to be more in Sheffield or whatever. But random crowd bump, bump into us, yeah. And then and then he uh, he actually I have to thank him because he's given me one of the most memorable moments of the gig, which yeah. was um, when they played Suck It and See, which we'll get into. Um, halfway through it, he found me in the crowd again because he was, wasn't too far away from us was he he grabbed me by the shoulder he, around, he was like this is your favorite one and i was like oh my god a stranger knows what my favorite <laughs> this is amazing like, i have to say that was pretty special so well thank him very much um but yeah getting back to the gig so yeah they came out and they did uh first adolescent which was we knew it was going to be in the set but it was Freshen interesting. Our minds from the night before. Well, well, we you won't have heard it yet. It's in a few weeks, but we had recorded the first adolescent the night before, so we were really geared up to hear that. Um, we weren't geared up. But, no, we just got a security, but we were really geared up to hear that. Yourself, <laughs> uh, mate. <laughs> you had one spliff. Um, but, but yeah, um, it came on, and I yeah, it was just like an instant sing along, wasn't it? I mean, that's what Vicky because this was Vicky's first out in Monkey's gig, and she said afterwards because she's been to some big gigs. Radiohead and stuff, and and but this was like it's never been to one where it was such a sing along of of hits over and over again because they really like I've seen people moaning about the set and moan and moan about stuff, and I'm like, I can moan about that. I, I just don't know what you can moan about. It couldn't be a more balanced set. What and don't people turn around going, I wish they played more from the car. I'm like, are you fucking having me on? All they have to do is listen to people moan constantly about how they don't want to hear songs from the car. But for some reason, I get the one person popping up that goes, I wish they played more songs from the car. Yeah, I would have liked to have maybe heard a few more. But actually, on balance, do I want to go to a big stadium gig and hear some hits? Yeah, really. Because of the venue, I want the hits. I don't want the the obtuse stuff. If I go and see them at the MEN, maybe I want more of the obtuse stuff or um... a big outdoor gig in a heat wave. You want you want you want to be bouncing around with people you've never met before to the hits. And that's exactly A-O-R-E, what we're saying. It, sorry, it ages, terrifies people listening, me. people listening that um it's the nine X like, MEN, what's that? <laughs> It'll always be the nine X. No, um yeah, it really terrifies me as to what what they're gonna do at Boston because if that's the if that's the set list we're getting. I know, like is it just gonna be the same thing with some strings like and special appearances? I don't know what they're gonna do, but it's gonna be a good one because because they have they they already know the importance of Glastonbury, but maybe because it's bang in the middle of the tour, it will just be the same. They'll just be like, Well, we've been rehearsing this set of hits. Maybe they just tweak it and throw when the sun goes down. Like the two what could they add that would make it they could add when the sun goes down, certain romance, fake tales. A songs they could add a song we didn't ever contemplate being put in the set um that could make its way into sheffield um and then they could throw in um they've pretty much thrown in the hits from all the other albums haven't they so so i mean maybe a little bit more of am they could throw in number one party on from a summer which which i didn't ever think about as well i would like to have heard left i think you might have to because it's very am heavy i think it's six or seven songs from am in total is it Think so, yeah. So you have. I'd really call me when you're high. Do I want to know? Do I want to know? Are you mine? Snap out of it. And Arabella. Oh yeah, and sometimes I want to be yours. We didn't get that, but so we were very happy with what we got. After first adolescent, they went to Brian Storm straight away. So were you happy? You weren't entirely happy with them coming out and doing first adolescent. In terms of if if we no, you said yesterday if we hadn't have been so pumped here from the podcast the night before, you would have been dif- disappointed with the moment. Oh, no, it's not no, a, it's not a good o- opener. 
No, it's exactly just not a traditional opener. You expect certain tracks. Isn't it? it was Cornerstone as an opener last night that I thought was a, a strange one, but the they've earned the right to. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, now. was that one. But, yeah. but no, no, I, I, I even said earlier, well, you'll have heard it earlier on in, the, in this special podcast, that I, I thought they'd open with a hit. I thought they'd open with a Yeah, no, we all knew they'd open with a hit. They'd been doing it. And I, I agree that Marty Bourne, Cornerstone, Fossett Allison aren't necessarily hits. I mean, sorry, aren't necessarily good openers. But I think it's just about it being the first stadium tour in the UK. Mm. They're going to open with a hit. And, and yes, I would agree Marty Bourne, Fossett and Allison are, are better suited than Cornerstone to perhaps be the opener. But maybe we're underestimating the, the power of Cornerstone. We don't know. Yeah. But um, but but yeah, I think I think it's purely this. They would never do this normally, open with any of these songs. But it's just because it's the first UK stadium tour. It's nice weather. They've got all these hits from the old days, and they're just coming out and going boom. Let's open with that, and it's it's nice of the match. It's very, I think, actually, for all the shit that they get. And I've noticed now that things have pivoted slightly in the media this past week in terms of reviews of the game and stuff. All the shit that they get for stuff, the fact that that they have they haven't, you know, they get the shit for you just like, people are always oh for a start, the people that always say Alex is leading the band in a certain direction that they don't want to be in, right? This proves these sets prove that they're still a harmonious unit. That, that still respect the audience to the point where they've gone, we're not just going to go out and bang out all these car songs that we want to play from this album. It's a stadium tour at home. We're going to go out and we're going to balance it with hits that people want to hear, which just shows that they are very audience orientated and a unit and they look at things differently live than they look at things when they're making an album. So just all that stuff people say about them when a new album comes out that aren't to their taste, just go straight in the bin with this tour. And if they try it again, I'll just refer back to this tour and go, yeah, don't tell me that Alex is leading the band into all this stuff when they're coming out and playing Marty Bum and they're getting like View from the Afternoon, Brian Storm and in there and everything still. So basically, shut up. That's my. That's the last I'll say in it because you've got that's no argument anymore after this story, in my opinion. You've got absolutely no argument. Um but but yeah, then Brian Storm obviously, and that was great. We get amped up for that, and then it was um, snap out of it. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, it's a great sing along again, isn't it? I think after Brian Storm, like maybe you want a bit more pace, but I like it. I like it. It's a good sing along. It's yeah. not. It's not one of my favourites off AM, but I do like it. And they dose it down, which is an um, a great tune. I love singing to that one. I love dance it down, and actually, and which has since been dropped. Well, my, interestingly, my girlfriend, who again isn't a, you know, she she knows a lot of it from me, and she knew she knows the first two, and she knows AM, and she knows like crying light, and stuff, you know, she knows that kind of stuff. Um, she said to me afterwards, um, I didn't realize even some of the songs that I I already knew were actually Arctic Monkeys like hits. Like I didn't know she didn't know Dose. Like, she was like that bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, I never knew that was them, and I was like. Yep, that is them. So there you go. Um, hits that you don't even know. Um, they've got uh, that was a good sing along, though, wasn't it? Don't sit down. I like that. Um, and then Crying Lightning, which is always just a delight. I, I never want that to lead the set. I just love that no. song and singing again, singing along to it. And, and hearing people again, it's so funny about how the album was treated that so many people now like crack out the, the songs to it. Um, the sing-alongs to it. I mean, that was one of the ones that people responded to more, I guess, from it. But 
Um, pretty much like big crowd reaction to that. Huge crowd reaction for Teddy Picker. Again, obviously. Uh, do, do you remember, actually, it was interesting. So there was a guy that latched onto us in front of who was, sorry if he's a listener, but he was doing my in for a lot of it because you gave him <laughs> bloody spliff and you couldn't get rid of him. Um, all sort of middle-aged <laughs> guy of a hat on. Yeah, but he, he was, it was me. Like, you gave him the drugs and I was the one that had to deal with him for the rest of the night. It was like the, the parent. I thought it um, had settled him down. Uh, no, and then do you remember because you we turned to each other because we're that sad that we know that when Alex he, he did like a sort of like oh he did like a do new new yeah you can tell from the yeah 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 and we turned to each other and went oh Teddy Picker and then he went is it turn around and then he and then it came on and he was like someone's been studying the set and I was like no that's not what it is I'm just an expert do a podcast mate here's how big no yeah yeah gonna refer you to this now fuck off um. But yeah, Teddy Picker was a great one. Obviously, that really got the crowd going again. Um, interesting how sometimes, did you notice in the sing-alongs, though, Alex sings stuff slightly differently. So the crowd was kind of off kill with him because the, uh, at the end of this... Wings he, he about, did... oh, it's great. Just yeah, it's good trolling. though. What, what do you want? Like You could sing it differently. Even I mean, this song was... How old is Teddy Picker now? Like fucking 16 years ago. Um but yeah, the end was like he did that kind of. He did the abrupt end rather than the pause. Did you notice he did the? Because I was waiting for it, and then uh, but then I did. He just did it. He went, um, then we had beautiful afternoon, which was indeed. That was another huge like crowd going crazy uh, sing along moment. Obviously, wasn't it for everyone? And they're kind of the the first ones have a s- special feel in the crowd, don't they? Because it's like oh, no, they were gonna do this you know type feeling um honestly took me back to the the first time we saw them in 2007 at the same place that that track did i, I had to close my eyes for a second and be like oh yeah, How the yeah I, saw, I, saw, I saw a picture of them at the cricket club then and now actually um like someone's picture from the screen yeah, of Alex. Saw, was uh, yeah um where are they now um and then they went into a four out of five, which you know what I felt less so than usual. Maybe we were just lucky with the people around us. There was definitely, obviously, a dip while that was on in, in people singing, and it and it was it was like me, you, and the, our fan of the podcast were carrying a lot of that stuff. Oh, I Rob, noticed, yeah, yeah, good old Rob, yeah. Um, but we, uh, by the way, I love how when he walked up, I just got to say this, this, this makes it keeps making me laugh, Rob, if you're listening. But he sort of had to justify it. He came up and he went, I, re- I listen to you all the time. I love you. I'm not a subscriber. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Fine. It's fine. You don't really know. We understand money's tight. Well, not money's tight. You meant, I'm not saying you have money problems, but society money is, uh, you know, it's you've got. It's hard to uh, be so frivolous as to give us any money a month and we don't expect you to. <laughs> but uh, if you like the extra content and you do, great. Um, but yeah. Um, he he was carrying it, and then but there was there was less of a drop off than I expected for this one, is what I'm trying to get to. Um, there was a great like um, there was there was a decent crowd sing along, four out of five I'd say, because we knew obviously from the, the little drum change thing at the start that it was about yeah, to come it's on bossing and then, over, and obviously we love it. Um, <laughs> uh, and then we saw the return okay. of some bongos as well for that track. We, we like the percussionist was uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The bongos out. He's he's good, isn't he? Um, and then we got uh, well, right. So here, so we had obviously, as you just heard, we we had debated like who's going to win the. Although we both agreed we'd quite like either, or you'd like to so see more. Um, 
maybe the boys were listening to us at some point in the in the past few yeah, weeks as we've been going. <laughs> but they, for some reason, and they haven't done this on any other night so far. I don't think they did it last night, did they? Um, There's nothing from Suck It and Say this night at all. For some reason, they, 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 they went into Cornerstone, and which is obviously a great moment for you, your favourite song, great sing-along for everyone, huge moment. And then at, at that point, I thought to myself, well, that's it then. They went with Cornerstone tonight, so I'm not going to get Suck It and Say. And I have to say, I was a little sad. I was a little sad. But more on that in a bit. But I was a little bit sad. <laughs> and, then, and then they did Why Do You Only Call Me When You're High, um, which is a bit of a, obviously a uh, this is like a lull part of the set. Um, mm. We didn't realize very live. Along, very good sing along. I mean, everyone, yeah, the, the AM ones, Favorite Worst Nightmare AM, first album obviously got the bigger. I'll cry Lightning as well, to be fair on it. But I'd say Cornerstone as well got a fair reaction. But there was a lot of people there, a lot of younger generations than I was expecting, actually, which is cool but um there was a lot of people there that, that even but even the younger generations i'd say mostly knew the stuff from from the past but um why do you want to come in the high we didn't realize live because you know there's so much going on we just couldn't tell as much but um he started he was playing the piano for part of it wasn't yeah. he went on the alex yeah. went on the piano for, was it for the outro or the intro it's for the outro right or the intro i'm not sure I'm not sure if it was just a whole song. But I think it was both, you know. I think, was it for both? I thought I saw a bit of him stark in the stage. You know, because if it was for the whole song, it would have cut to him on the screen and I would have seen him sat at a piano singing it. So, so yeah, it maybe it's just the intro and outro then. Makes sense because that's the bit where it's he's not singing a lot. So, yeah, um, I think so, yeah. Maybe it wasn't, but I would. I feel like we would have seen if it was the whole song because the camera would have gone on him at some point. Well, I, I think thinking about it, I think it would just be the outro, actually. I think, I think, I think, I think Nick got enough presence on the screen. That's my that's one of my complaints. I'm gonna Don't say. get me started on that. That's, that's <laughs> one of my main takeaways. Didn't see a lot of Nick, did we, on that's, the screen? That's why that's why I set us up on that side. I always like go, when I go to gigs. I like going on the base. I love how they have the same outfits, by the way. At all these, like, um, of you, of, sorry, you froze. I thought you'd stop to put you froze. Yeah, no, um, um, it's Hell just wears that same sort of. An almost animal print shirt or whatever that he yeah. wears on the notice. Yeah, one of his own <laughs> things. Yeah, <laughs> just had the same outfit that they just. They, I've, I've, I imagine they have it dry clean straight after the gig. And did you see it. the row of the row of when we were on our way, when we were getting getting to our space at the, when we got there? A row, a group of like three lads walked past and they were all wearing the same Helder's Bound shirt. <laughs> three, three it's like they, they're not consulted each other it's like well you get this one i'll get that one no they don't they all have the exact same one the animal print one <laughs> or maybe they work for a band because it's based in manchester isn't it um yeah maybe but, but, on our podcast <sighs> less of that unless we talk about that but um and then obviously um after that they went steaming into arabella to pick things back up but obviously it works nice well, I think it worked quite well in the set because you, you, you sort of you have a few from the afternoon and then four out of five is kind of like middle ground, cornerstone middle ground. My journey call me high gets even a bit lower and then you do um Arabella starts slow, but then builds it back up. So you've got it there and there. Yeah. Previsors which some other nights now since then, well, one <laughs> or two. No, the set did the second the next day. Because yeah. we were there on Friday, by the way. Yeah. Not Saturday. Um they they had pretty visitors as a full song rather than a musical interlude, which would have been nice. But I'm not gonna like 
Loosely we got Suck It and See and Cornerstone. So well, I, 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 think, I think we've wondered yeah, for that. Yeah. Just for that. I mean, for us in particular as well, on a personal yeah. level. Um, but yeah, they did the Pretty Visitors transition and then they went into My Propeller, which was nice to hear again. I haven't heard that live, yeah. obviously, for probably about we knew it was years, right? Probably. I, yeah. I, I don't, they didn't make it. Have we ever heard it past the Humbug Tour? Uh, or probably since I don't think, well, I didn't, I didn't go on the Humbug Tour, so I probably won't have seen that line uh, at all. Unless, well, I saw, unless I it popped up in the, it might have popped up in the Suck It and See Tour, actually. I'm not sure. I saw them twice during the Humbug Tour at Leeds and, and at AO. Yeah, so, but since then, I don't recall, but maybe. maybe although I might have heard it at Don Valley because they pretty much played every song at Don Valley. I don't yeah, know quite yeah. how they did it, but it seems like, anyway, looking back, I mean, they probably didn't if I look at the sellers, but it seemed like they, yeah. they certainly played all the big hits. Um, and then obviously, yes, after me giving up hope and thinking, well, um, I'm happy to get Cornerstone, but it's a shame. I really wanted to hear second see. Not only did they somehow know to play Cornerstone and second see for us in particular, personally, as our two favorite songs, which they hadn't done at all on this set or at any point on this tour for the past year and a half, they then also started it with Jimmy saying ages ago my dream is for them to do so can see on the piano would be great as well as an opening at least alex played the opening on the piano and i was completely just blown away straight away and then they came in as the whole song and it was absolutely magical that was my favorite sing along and obviously yeah um um rob grabbing me and saying this is your favorite song was cool as well <laughs> amplified it even more felt like a celebrity because there was a few people straight on, people on like... you as soon as he started that <laughs> yeah it was a big moment that um you enhanced what was already a pretty special moment so thank you again <laughs> but um but but uh yeah it was uh, i actually so i should say um i cried oh i had a cry twice at this point i cried during second and see 100%. I was crying my eyes out during second and see. I think when Rob grabbed me, I think I've got sunglasses on because I was absolutely streaming. Um, and I cried. I don't know if I'd cried. Well, maybe I cried during Marty Bum. Might have been. No, no, it wasn't Marty Bum. So I'll tell you, actually, we haven't got to it yet. So second and see was the first time I cried. That was um, my emotional you might moment. I cried at the same point as me then, I'm thinking. Yeah. Bear in mind, I'd already cried a lot during Elton John a few days before. So it was, it was a big crying <laughs> week for me. Um, yeah. Didn't cry when my anyone in my family dies but um <laughs> you know they've they've not created a seminal album dan no they certainly haven't um, I like and I, they cry at art at life <laughs> that's the pretentious thing anyone's ever said um <laughs> um do i want to know came next which was you know nice in it so i do want to know you get that cool the crowd loved that obviously not a big i tried to get a um I think we should. Was it then that there was a point where me and you tried to get a clap going and it didn't pay off? I think. I think it was it doing what I know. There was, I remember a point going, which is, we should be clapping here. Um, oh no, no. And I'll tell you what that is in a minute. Um, so do want to know it was all right when it was nice to hear live. Um, I don't think I'd, it's one of those songs I don't think I'd miss now if it was gone. I feel like I've, I've had it, but it's a good yeah. single. I'm gonna, and obviously everyone knows it. So mm. it's literally the whole one of them. And then, came in a little bit of Marty bomb didn't it a little bit of the dude and i remember that was a good one because it was um i think it was me you vicky in a freeway hug singing singing it which was nice um yeah. which probably goes back to 15 years ago it's probably me you and two different women in a hug singing it but <laughs> <laughs> I'll now it's me you and one woman 
it's it's me and <laughs> one woman. Um, you still have connections to that woman at the time, and this woman is has the same rhyming name with the woman that I had then, so it's very strange. Um, <laughs> so, but Marty Bum was nice. We all had a nice little sing to Marty Bum, and that was very um, very romantic moment as well. And um, involved, it. it was lovely. You always want it's one of them in it. You just want to hear it and, and do it. And then beautifully, I've been waiting for this. This was probably like one of my next on the list. I have to suck it and see because obviously never heard it live. And it's, I'm going to say, actually, I think I've decided. I didn't want to say it because you don't like to pick singles, but it is my favorite song off the car. I can't deny that it isn't because if it, if I even hear a couple of notes, I have to listen to it all because I just you, love you're it. You're correct. So you're absolutely I correct. I, it, it, I can't not say it's, the, it's my favorite song off the car because... I hate saying singles. I hate saying singles are your favorite song, but which is stupid because I couldn't see it was a single. But do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. the first single you don't want to say the first single maybe is the accurate one that you wouldn't want to say. Crying Lightning is your favorite song of Humbug, or do you know what I mean? So, um, I think it is. So when he played that, it was great. I, I loved hearing that live, and I felt it got some big crowd dip even from the tranquility stuff. But, I tell uh, people what well, tranquility it really got shafted. Didn't I say Mirabal? I think I said Mirabal, didn't I? Yeah, oh, sorry, so Mirabal. I said the, well, the first, I said the first single off the car. That might give it away, but um, yeah. <laughs> Mirabal. Um, and there was a there was a drop off in crowd, obviously, as you'd expect. But I think still, me, you, and Rob definitely. I noticed with the main people singing it from yeah. the area that we were in. Um, I think that was it. The guy, that guy as well, that latched onto us. He said something about like, oh. We, 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 can they not just play the fan or something? You know, he made a comment and I was like, right, yeah. you're dead to me. Fuck off. <laughs> you weren't already dead to me. No more fact, drugs you, weren't you. Alive, you weren't ever alive to me, to be honest. I don't know why I didn't give you that drugs. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, our our, our little because our my, my mates Emma and Dave are big uh big car and tranquility fans as well. So yeah, so our, our little our little group was going going mad for that. I liked it. Yeah, I really liked the sing along to that actually. And um it was a very nice moment. I thought you sang it very well um live sounded exactly the same actually live didn't it um so that was cool and and actually ricky actually uh, what did ricky say joe in it and I, I didn't really respond to it at the time because i was in the moment but it was the dun 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 bit me and the jets and benny that was it she went she went oh, benny and the jets and i thought oh, fucking hell and afterwards i was like oh yeah she's right that sounds like benny and the jets <laughs> which is interesting because i'd said to you that benny and jets reminded me of tranquility for it um but but this was um, i think i also yeah. said it on last week's pod as well i'm sure i'm sure on one of the pods Did last you? week i think i mentioned yeah well it might no, have been we, were talking, we were talking about tranquility base the album sounded like benny and the jets remember it wasn't the car it was yeah but i'm sure i'm sure i said and mirrorball as well well, no, I don't, we'll I don't listen to you. I don't listen to you most of the time. So. No, no, I only ever really listen to you when I'm listening back. Not now. I'm talking. Um, but, <laughs> and then lots of talking. <laughs> so it's a crowd dip for Mirrorball. Beautiful moment for those of us that uh, are into it. Um, I guess one of them again where I don't care if people don't love, people don't like it because it was a special moment for me. I, my my dream personally for the car album would be to see them in a very intimate venue perform the whole of the car from the start to finish. Would be that would be the kind of ideal scenario for that album. I think um, like the Apollo or something, or maybe no, maybe maybe the Ritz, something like that. Doing the car would Alba be great. Hall, Apollo. Alba Hall, Alba Hall would be perfect for it. Yeah. Alba Hall would be perfect, yeah. Albert Manchester Hall. Hall. Not, not uh, Royal. No, not Royal Alba Hall. Um, 
And then obviously to, to pick the crowd back up, um, 505 came in. Um, always great to have 505 live, isn't it? It's such a sort of um, sky was dark, going very much at this point, going, it held out, didn't it? The light, it fucking held out. Yeah, I thought it was really dark because I had my sunglasses on, but then at one point, I, in my head, right, because <laughs> I was pissed uh, when it started going dark, in my head I was going, I'm not taking my glasses off. If Alex didn't take his glasses off, like I was like, because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool as fuck. And then Alex took them off and I thought, oh. so I took them off. And then uh, I realized it was still quite light when I took them off because it was the sunglasses obviously made it darker. But yeah, it hung out that bloody sun, right? Until like, maybe until Are You Mine? Um, but yeah, 505, always great live. Everyone knows that, obviously. So again, screaming. The guitar solo still gets me every time live. Such a such a live atmospheric moment, beautiful moment. Sad though, I start to get sadder on that part because I know it's nearly over. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm like, can't they just do another hour? I'll stand there all night. <laughs> Maybe one day they'll do like an Elton set for the last one, the, the 505 tour. Um, and then obviously, last song of the main set, Body Paint. This was the moment for again. Me. I'm going to say this as well because it sounds probably my second favorite song on, on the album. This um, was when I was crying. <laughs> this, this, this was me gone at this point. I was just it was immense. So, then the way that song has evolved since since release, that outro, phenomenal live. I said it to you at the time, and I stand by what I said to you at the time when they went off the stage. I say, I say it now. This is a statement. I've seen this was my thirteenth time seeing the Arctic Monkeys mm. live, which is quite a feat, I would say. So I've got a good spectrum of them live, and I've, I've seen them messy live, I've seen them not 100%, and I've seen them many times. Don Valley was still my favourite gig because it was just this, I don't know, there's something magical about it. But this one comes close because they were very professional. It was the most professional I've heard of them. And I, what, I'm, what I'm getting to is that this body paint outro for me, maybe speaking performance wise, music wise, as a band live, was the best thing I've ever seen them do live. Like as a as a yes. band, as a, as a live performance, that was the best thing I've ever seen them do. And that's pretty amazing because I've seen them do a lot of pretty cool stuff live. So, um, you know, I've heard them do a certain romance when they hadn't done it for years, Don Valley and stuff. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it was it was the best thing they've ever done musically for me live. It was it was perfection. I'm saying as it really was I was thinking I I could probably have like another hour that outro. Just just them. Yeah, it, it really did last. Like, it felt like it lasted or, for ages, didn't it? I don't I don't know how yeah. long it lasts, but it felt like it lasted forever. But it was just like so good, so like perfect because we've seen them do these it's kind of like you know arabella these little things that they do yeah. but this was the best thing yeah i think they've done in that version it's that epic, yeah. like bohemian rhapsody type status now you know that, oh yeah well, if, if I could... me, songs that are like four songs in one i, I love like jesus of suburbia by green day uh bohemian rhapsody and yeah body paints up there with them for me in, in yeah if i could get a really well well recorded live version of of that maybe Glastonbury is going to be good enough where I can rip it off. I think that would be the version yeah. I would listen to um, all the time in Body Paint. Definitely. And also, before the outro, really enjoyed listening to it and singing to it. Again, just the sort of stalwarts. Um, 
keeping that one single on going for that one, but it was uh, but it was pretty special. And they went off, and it was like, oh, you know, I, those is it. The guy, that guy that latched onto us in between, he was like, come on, everyone, you've got to, you've got to, because everyone was kind of like quiet and like it's fancy. Because you know, some, sometimes it gigs people. I find it happens at like smaller gigs though, where people are like, you know, clapping yeah. to come on back on and that. There wasn't any of that, and I think it's because. I don't know. Maybe you just know the quick You don't really bother. I yeah. don't know. Like, don't be persuading. Don't be persuading. Yeah, like some people pretend. And he was like, "Come on, no, come on, you need to get going." And I was like, "Oh, I'm sick of my belt pass. Just go away. There's <laughs> three songs left. I know what they are, and I don't need to yeah, come yeah. back on that." I just watched that was amazing. Get out of my face. I don't know you are. You're on your own here. I don't. You're not with us. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> Fifty-five year old man in a bucket hat and a nice monkey's gig on his own. I don't know what was supposed to be. What's happening here? We have nothing in um, common. I wouldn't have minded that if he'd have got on board with the newer stuff, but he didn't, so I'm not going to give him any credit. If he'd have been there and he'd been singing all the car stuff and that, I would have been like, fair play coming to a gig on your own like this just to hear this stuff. Yeah. The fact that you only then moaned about them not doing the old stuff, you, no, 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 <laughs> no. Um, so they came back on Sculptures. Um, I would have preferred it if it was pitch black for Sculptures, but it wasn't. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was a little bit like... That was immense. You, I'll let you cover this one. It was so. so I, th I think that was quite possibly the the song. Apart from body pain, that's what. I, I mean, I, I, we were, well, we must have sculptures on about four times when we were getting getting ready to come and meet you. We just had it on repeat, and we were just we were so excited to hear it, and it was absolutely immense. It's it's almost like once again, it's like it's a completely different entity from the album version now. It's just taking on a new life, and and that at Glastonbury is going to be something special. Yeah, I really liked that. Um, the the lights they had at the back of the stage for yes. such as well that was yeah. in line with the drum uh, machine. Yeah, I really like that. Um, yeah, it was really cool live, wasn't it? And then obviously they went into dance floor. The crowd went absolutely insane. We that was when the, the, the mosh pit kind of stretched <laughs> where we were then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like trying to stay away from it at first. I was like, oh, but I mean, we didn't get right in the middle of it because that would be mental. And then some lanky bastard pushed you into it. <laughs> yeah, and then so we were in the mosh pit. Um, it's dance floor in it. It's what it's there for. Um, it's, I've heard it. Probably heard it live every. I can't think of if they ever haven't played it when I've seen them live. Yeah. But but yeah, um, there must have been one. No, maybe not. Um, but yeah, it was a um, cool, fast, sing along, funny moment, harking you back to the old days. And then obviously. Are you mine to see it out? Which was, um, I see a lot of people I've seen kind of say that they're done with with hearing Are You Mine live, but I disagree. I'm not. I, I want it to stay in the set. I mean, people forgetting what a, a moment it was when that song came out and how great it was, and that it was like, I still stand by it. It's the best rock and roll song of the past i think i think since it came out 2012 i haven't heard a better and i'm very very specific rock and roll i haven't heard a better rock and roll mm. song than are you mine mm. in the past 10 years 11 years no one's beat it yet in my opinion mm. um for what it's worth but yeah i can't think of any other sort of spe very specifically rock and roll song but but i still love hearing that live it's just like perfect end to a gig and you yeah you want to hear maybe another like you could i mean you could have 505 early and you could put 505 last, I guess, or, or something like that. I don't know, but it'd be more romantic, I guess. But then, I don't know. Um, and we like agree that body paint is in the perfect spot, but body paint at the end of the main set is perfect. It should stay there forever now. 
Yeah, I think it it could work. It, I don't we don't know what the future music's going to be, so it could if if another song fits better there, it could also work at the very end at some point. Yes, but yeah. but because it's not a hit, some people would find that a bit lackluster as the end because it's not one that they want to hear. Do you know, they keep a song like oh, "Are You Mine" or well, we know that, but you know, yeah. <laughs> the band seems to be quite fair with the set. But but yeah, it was. I think "Are You Mine" is great, and I love hearing that live. I love. I think we were in full. Um, play acting mode at that point weren't we because we were still there was still a mosh bit going that we were semi-involved with i think there was a bit where i did the sort of guitar bit you know like in the video where he lifts his leg away yeah. So, yeah so yeah all that was going on at that point um great end to the gig and then the only there was nothing bad the whole set was perfect i think we we left on a high the only bad bit was getting out of the fucking stadium it was a nightmare and getting yeah, we, lost each, we, lost we lost each, each other we lost each other we lost momentum for the evening which was a shame um and we've discussed this now but we realised yesterday, much to our uh, chagrin, from a picture of Alex on the street in Trafford, which is where the um, Creek Club is, realised that, of course, they must have been staying. There's a Hilton attached to the Cricket Club, so the most logical place for them to be staying would be there for the night because they're there the next day as well. Didn't think of that, and it would have been like 80 quid for us to book a room to stay in that hotel. Could have just gone there after what? the gig. No fucking about. Do you think, do you think that the 80 quid is just uh, the price to stay in there on a normal night. It must have been more than 80 quid to stay in there for for a gig night, surely. Well, probably, but we did have from September if we'd have thought of it, which we probably wouldn't have. But, you know, to book that, so it probably would have been all right. But, yeah, it probably would have been higher. But I would have paid anything under 150 probably if I had a chance of meeting the band. And if I'd have known how much more like it was to go home and we all could have just, or at least the very least of five of us, or six of us yeah. go to a hotel room and just with our own booze from a local shop in the Tesco and go and get fucked in there and have a chance yeah. of meeting the band, have a few drinks in the hotel and then go up to the room, linger around, try and meet the band. Then I would have taken that option because it cost me quite a lot in taxis anyway throughout the evening. So, so probably could have just, especially if it was 80 quid, I probably paid that in taxis anyway for the day. So, um, so yeah, I would have. But yeah, no, I think it was it was an amazing look, it was an amazing day. That was just a funny afterthought that oh we should have just said no tell them if the band was staying there, we might have met them because there is an image of them you said on the balconies watching um watching the Mysterines. So they probably did have a hotel room there. So um yeah, but no, but yeah, maybe gig night not so much. I think you probably have to because some of the people on the balconies were from the hotel, right? So I assume you have to pay for a ticket as well as staying in the hotel. You'd assume so, wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't know how it works on a gig night actually. So maybe we couldn't have done that. Maybe the hotels we'll keep like, an eye on that off. for next time. Well yeah, yeah. Um but yeah um I yeah, I thought it was amazing. Perfect set of, of sing-along tunes, new stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a time and a place to hear more stuff from Tranquility in the car, and that I have to agree, that probably isn't it, because it was a cool stadium tour day. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I guess in your favourite moment is, my favourite moment was Suck It and See, obviously. Suck It um, and See, or, or finally hearing Body Paint and Sculptures live as well from the new album. I think the, the songs they picked from the new album worked perfectly i think i know, I know well, there's a bit of a lull but that's to be expected well my favorite moment was suck it and see but my favorite moment of them as a band was the body paint outro certainly yeah. by far so yeah yeah um yeah perfect um day we had a great time as you probably heard from some of the stuff and yeah um we were way off with our predictions but not but you know 
we were pretty much right from the session. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, all that set list, I said to you yesterday, all that set list analyzing you do on the build up, it goes out the window when you're there. They could have played anything and I would have had a good time. So yeah. <laughs> really, it just yeah. so happens that they also played a great set. So um, there's an hour and a half of brick by brick and well, should be less us not be silly. That's what Saturday got, didn't they? Um well, was that not true? I can't remember. No, no, uh, wasn't no it wasn't true, was it? No. For the kids. Um yeah, uh yeah, loved it. It was great. Perfect. Brilliant. Perfect. And hopefully, Brilliant. yeah, hopefully we'll be it won't be too long before we're doing another pre-post show gig. But but if you are extremely tempted by Hillsborough Park on the weekend. Well, if you are listening to this and you want to, are you going to stay at home listening to them at Glastonbury in a couple of weeks on the 23rd of June, Friday night? If you're going to watch that at home, a few drinks, we're going to be watching it at home with a few drinks doing a live YouTube um, uh, event where we're going to be watching it live. Um, and you can come and join us. We'll be tweeting out the link. You can come and join us for a little while. And... Uh, Come and stay with us. I got it right. <laughs> I got it right. Uh, on the well, no, because he, he doesn't say. Uh, all right, he doesn't up. say come and join us for a little while, does he? But you're getting closer. Uh, yeah, I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. Closer. Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah. So come and join us. Do that. Sit, interact with us. Have a chat with us. Cool. We'll drink with uh, us. Or if you're not, it'll be on there. Even if you're not, you can. If you're watching it on another day, you can press play on that and watch it at the same time. Um, so yeah, cool. Well done. Thank you for tuning in. It's a special, special podcast. I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to knock all the numbers out of kilter, but I've come to terms with that. It's fine because it's necessary content. Say goodbye to the nice people, Dan. Goodbye. And thank you to the lads for a lovely evening. Thank you. Thank you, lads. Yeah. Thank you, lads. More of the same, please. Oh, it says more of the same at the end of the outro that I'm about to play now. Bye. Bye. I'll Believe the Hype is hosted and produced weekly by Nick Lee and Dan Holt. Music used in the titles is royalty-free music courtesy of Les FM. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast player of choice to be notified every Wednesday when a new episode is released. And if you want to help us out further, be sure to like and review to help make us more visible to like-minded souls. We'll see you next week with more of the same.